Well, the, the new owner, the new owner, sorry, the new CEO of Manchester United is somebody which I personally don't know a lot about, which I think everyone, <clears throat> and the majority of people out there don't know a lot about. And in certain ways, that can be quite good because he's not there in the public eye. He's not someone who's people have talked about, raved about, which we're getting a lot of now in football. People want to talk big clubs, big direct sporting directors, big directors of football. But he's seems to be somebody that no one knows. Never been mentioned a lot in City, but he's been at um, Barcelona in that role. He's been doing that, obviously, that role at City, and he's more in, more on side with the PR, with the the players, the negotiation. I think with the players and looking at Manchester United and someone like him coming in, it will stop Manchester United going out and paying silly money for players. It will stop Manchester United giving out silly contract to players, which they've done over well since 2013. They've given players silly money, they've come, they've abused it um, to the point of now where players are content to be at Manchester United to earn the money rather than trying to win trophies. You come to Manchester United to win trophies. It's as simple as that, to make a name for yourself, not just to live off the name of Manchester United. And as well, we talk about players, which he, you couldn't, you mentioned him with recently, you'd mentioned the Haaland deal, when you look at the money's behind that and the fact of getting him, he he's, he was behind that. You talk about Jack Grealish. There's just so many good players that he's dealt with or brought in at Manchester City. You have to you have to be on a positive positive vibe to, to believe that Manchester United are putting themselves in a really good be, um, really good position at this moment in time, which they they haven't done for a long long time. And with um, Ineos, you know, he's coming on as part of that. We have. We have to say as well is that not many know much about them. All I all I knew initially was there was involved with Nice, but then Nice had problems. I think a lot of that was to do with Radcliffe, who did go in there and suddenly thought he could become a football expert. I think he got told in the end, and I think I'm hoping that he has learned from that. He's going to bring in the right people from the get-go, and Manchester United can step forward. A lot of people are a little bit concerned about it. I'm one of them as well, was a bit concerned, only because of the fact of the Glaciers are still involved and I still think they, they're always, well, the percentage in um, shares says that they've still got a say, but I'm hoping that Mr Radcliffe has got the whole say on the football side of things. I'm hoping that he is allowed to do it his way and that Manchester United can go and get what's happening on the park correct because if it's not right in the park it's not right for the club it will affect the club at some point and Manchester United without a competing team on the park lose a lot they'll always have the history but history only what it is to the next person and generally of the next person in today's world five years and there's hardly anything left there so I'm hoping that they can bring back better times um, to get to where they'd want to be on a consistent basis is going to take a while. Doing it the right way as well would take even longer. Not looking for the quick route, which puts you in trouble. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the fact of for them to get going and then to see what Manchester United can get out the door and then start bringing players that the manager can work with.
talking about the manager, as we know, when new people come, in, come into a club, they want their own person in charge. It doesn't always happen straight away, but you find after time, you find after time is that the media start putting pressure onto things with naming managers all the time, the ones who are out of work and Mourinho's name, they've even done it. Is he going to come back again scenario, which is not going to come back again. But they'll always keep putting managers' names in there because they believe that these people want their own person in charge. I still think at the moment Ten Hag is the person. He allows, he should be allowed the opportunity to try and get in the players that are going to improve the team, the, the players who are going to play in the fashion that he wants. Um, he needs the opportunity to manage a great club in Manchester United in his best possible way. And he hasn't been allowed to do that. Players have stood in his way. Players are still standing in his way, still questioning the way he manages the team, asking questions about why they're repeating things all the time. I was told, that, I mean, when I was young, we used to throw the ball to someone's head. They head it back, volleyed back, left and right. And I used to get bored of it. Why are we doing this for? Why are we doing this for? And I got told simply was, Footballers need to be reminded. Sometimes you need go, you need to go backwards to go forwards. That's why we repeat things. And I think at any level, in business, in school, you repeatedly keep doing handwriting. You do handwriting. Why do you do handwriting? To remind you about it, to improve it. So again, these players are trying to control. And if Ten Hag is given the opportunity to say yes and no, go and they're willing to back him when he says, go, go over there, sit over there. The way that Pep commands his players at Manchester City, and when those players do come back, you see what it means to them, and then Manchester United are definitely on the right path. So what I'm trying to say is player power is existing because clubs are allowing players to do what they want because of they become the commodity, when in theory the commodity is the man in charge. Right, so again, there's rumours, rumours, well, we've, we've seen it in a written, written press regarding players are not happy because the manager is repeating things. So we can look at that maybe at two levels. One, the manager, who I believe is the correct manager, of course, is doing things against just to remind players what's needed to be done what he wants them to do. And that's what you do when you're a team. You go over things because people forget things. Maybe they need it to sharpen up, to improve. If we go the other side, he might be repeating it because he does not believe these players are clever enough to understand it and then to remember it to do it the next time around. So he could be treating them like a bunch of kids in a kindergarten, which in certain ways has been the way a lot of them have been behaving. They suddenly think that, they're bigger than the manager. They think they've got a say in everything that goes on. They think that they can, they shout loud, they can get this person sacked and they then can get someone new in and they can go and start all over again with a new manager. And then they can have a little bit of good times then they have the lull, then they have the drop. And they think they can do that until such time they can't get a contract renewal. Um, and that's the way the game has gone since 2013, to be perfectly honest. I always mention 2013 because 2013 was the last time Manchester United have had a great manager who was allowed to manage 
the club. So he dictated everything. And that was obviously the last time of greatness of Manchester United. So until such time, a manager can say what he wants about the players and, and have the respect of the people who are employing that manager, which means that they allow him to say and do what he wants with any player, regardless of how much he's earning, regarding how much the press want to lord him, that he can say what that player does. And then those players will understand that going to the media and groveling and sulking to the media and, you know, telling them that you've been treated badly isn't going to work. And that's what the manager of Manchester United needs. He needs at this moment in time, he needs the opportunity to go out and get strong-minded players who first and foremost come to Manchester United as good players and want to become great players by winning as many trophies as possible and winning the big trophies, not sitting there hardly doing anything and just getting by and think walking around as a Manchester United player is good enough. Jaden Sancho has seriously, seriously let himself down, to be perfectly honest. Um, it was just quite easy for him just to suck it up and say sorry. Didn't even have to mean it. Could have just smiled. Sorry, boss. Walked away. Start it again and get back in the team and then do a job. Prove everyone wrong. Let us all eat humble pie. I'm willing to do that. And I'm sure there's a lot of people because that means then that Manchester United would have improved as a team. But he thought that he won't say anything. He's not going to apologise. He's going to stay defiant. He's going to win the battle. Um with the manager so the club were going to get rid of the manager and then he could start again it's proven he hasn't done it he hasn't won the won the battle with the manager he's ended up going back on loan to a club who are willing which which is absolutely incredible that have taken him back because they were willing to get rid of him because of the, the way he was behaving the lateness the ill discipline the only bonus for them is they sold him to manchester united for 70 odd million so who was foolish out of that one? Well, it certainly weren't certainly weren't Dortmund. And then to to everything else, they go and get him back again. And I'm sure in the deal that suits them at this moment, while he's there on loan, and I don't know if there's a buyout, but we have to see how he goes. The media have been trying to make him out to be something, having again having a dig at Ten Hag, which the direction a lot of them seem to be going, which is incredible, really. And he's been a player that, which is for me, is the worst kind of player, football player. He has he has um, affected the most important people that should be in his life as a professional footballer, and that's his fellow pros, his teammates. They're the ones who has, he has let down because they want someone like him out of the park who they believe in week in week out to win them games of football. They've been having a poor poor time in wide areas, Manchester United. They've got no one of any note, no consistency, no quality on a regular basis. It's been poor. And there was an opportunity for him just to suck it up and go and play football. Don't have to be the manager's best friend. Don't even have to like him. Just respect him because he's your boss and he hasn't wanted to do that. Will he go and behave in the same fashion at Dortmund, which he'd done it before, which he'd done at Manchester City as well? 
where he um, where he was causing issues there when he was a young player. Of course, he's going to do it. It's, it's there at this moment in time. I'm quite sure. At some point, he's going to have to come back to Manchester United. Ten Hag, very good chance that he'll be still there. So something's got to give along along that way. Or Manchester United are going to have to sell him at a big loss. The one thing he has to remember is that when he goes to another club, the players, the fans, and the, some of the management, and maybe some of the people in the top offices are going to be very, very wary of him. He's now wearing that badge and not the best badge to have. He's going to have to go and prove himself again. If he, he Coming back to United, even more so when he goes somewhere else, because people are not going to trust him. They're going to be waiting to see what happens next. So that's the, that's the hole he's dug. And if he can dig himself out of it, fair play to him. And even I will say, well done. And, and then it will prove that a leopard can change their spots. But he's getting to that age now. that, And he's got to remember his time in football is getting shorter and shorter at the level he wants to be. So somewhere along the line, he's going to have to apologise. I think when we look at this season, how it's gone for Manchester United, and given what it was last season, this has been a massive drop. We can look at injuries, but then we can look at players, look at just players, players just the way they haven't stepped on, and that tells you they're not Manchester United players. They're not big club players, because if you're at a big club, you know consistency is key. You know that you have to go out there and you have to deliver. Win, lose, or draw, you're delivering. You're putting out performances. United haven't performed for not even for 45 minutes. I don't think I've seen a performance yet compared to what Ten Hag got at last season. So players have been un underperforming. Players have been, in theory, cheating the public, cheating themselves. Um, so when you look at it, you've got to look at Onana, who has been seriously, seriously unconvincing. I just look at him sometimes and wonder, he's, was he was he a natural goalkeeper or was he a recycled play, footballer who got pushed back? And that's why he's got that quality with his um, the way he strikes a ball. That's why everyone was desperate to go out and bring in a goalkeeper that could pass a ball from here to 50 yards on someone's big toe. The most important thing of a goalkeeper, if they save the ball. So who cares about David De Gea? and what he achieved for so many seasons at Manchester United, the saves he made when times United have been poor, getting them into the Champions League, getting them into the UEFA, UEFA Cup. But that was all forgotten because Manchester United suddenly need a football goalkeeper. Should have been the last choice, in my opinion. Didn't need that straight away. That could have waited. David De Gea is there now. Manchester United haven't conceded the goals that they've conceded this season. Far too many. Um, when you look at other, other areas... We have to maybe look in the centre of defence. You look at the so many, you look at injuries where sometimes you have to go through injuries. You can't go out and play 100%. You can't even go and work in, a, work in an office and be 100% to go and sit in an office all day. You're feeling something, but you go through it because you know you have to to put bread on the table and you know you have to to help the people around you. So you can't always just say you're not fit. But you look in there and you look at you look at Maguire, who's who generally has been poor. People will say he's on a high, but we, we have to say he hasn't set the bar that high 
to think it's great that he's supposed to be, you know, on a high before he got injured. Varane has come back and been better, but even then, his performances before weren't good, but they've been better since he's been back. And that's coincided with playing with Johnny Evans. Um, Johnny Evans has been decent. When you look in the midfield, you're seeing Casemiro was poor. He's looking at it. You have to say that Ericsson has been poor, below standards. You have to look in there and say Fernandes has been poor, standards and with discipline as well, very, very poor. Um, you have to, um, you look, and that's in the central. We talk about wide areas. We can't even talk about wide areas as any positive. You could talk about Ganacho, but still, end product is a poor from wide areas. People will come and say about, oh, but Marcus Rashford did this in um, 2022, and when he come back after the after the World Cup, he scored goals. Performances were poor. Decision making was poor. Execution was poor. Um, on the fact of crosses, never crossed the ball. Um, Anthony, I won't, I won't, well, I can't stay long on Anthony. He's just been poor, poor, poor. Um, and we have to say that the one thing United have lacked has been a centre forward. A player had an opportunity to really go at that position at centre forward because United didn't have one in the club until Hoyland turned up. And that was Martial, Anthony. Martial had a great opportunity to go and be a centre forward because that was a position Manchester United needed. And that's when you're waiting for a player to step step forward and arm himself up, put a cape on and be that person. Martial didn't try a leg, to be perfectly honest. Didn't give enough, never tried anything, never made a run behind. He's got good pace, never used that. Only really showed anything when he turned and he could run at people, but then it was running into big packed areas and it was more hope than anything positive. So he has seriously, seriously let himself down over a number of seasons now. In his final year, just seeing just now that he's out for 10 weeks surgery. Now that's the reason why he was never going to go in January. So now his contract is going now until um, end of end of June. So that means he's going to be virtually leaving Manchester Manchester United with a whimper. A whimper and something that he's got to look at nine, nine years, nine, ten years. I couldn't tell you how long. But it's going to be something, I believe, that give it a few years. Give it a few years into when he's retired and he's going to be so disappointed. Really, really disappointed. I've been disappointed. I mean, even me, even all these years, I've stopped playing. There's times when I think about things and I, I'm disappointed. I'm even more disappointed when I know that I can't go back and change it. But whew, I can't get anywhere near Anthony Martial, how he's going to feel after a few years of not playing football and how his tenure at Manchester United finished. <laughs>